text us on 0499 736 736. Previewing the weekend of racing, sport and everything in between. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Welcome back to the Form Lounge on a Friday, 12.40. Miles Fitzner, Heath Shaw. Download the Dabble app and have a dabble today. For free and confidential support, gamblinghelponline.org.au. The boys out the back doing a magnificent job here. Dean Watling very shortly. few off the text. Trackside Travel we're talking about um, is Pike back in WA off the Banter Channel, which you can go watch the show live by the Dabble app right now. He Yes, and he said too, he's back in the West, is Pike. Trackside Trav's astute, isn't he? So was it a bit of a wake-up call going to Sydney and... Well, it was the COVID off the back of it and a lot of that too, but he just didn't get the right horses in Sydney. He didn't get the right horses. So people to say that Pikey's no good is a myth. No, I didn't say he was no good. Just didn't get the winners that he yeah. usually gets. But but he didn't get the horses either. Yeah, well, you can't just let, pick and choose, can you? Let's ask this man. He's a superstar. He's going to provide us with some multis. If you're not following this man on Dabble, then you're doing yourself a disservice. His name is Dean Watling. He joins us. Dino, you jet. Good afternoon, boys. It's a pleasure to chat to you on a, a beautiful Friday. I feel like we're just at the pub, just relaxing, easing into the weekend. Hopefully it's <laughs> it's not a beautiful Friday down in Melbourne, mate. I'll give you the hot tip. And Heath and I both don't need any encouragement whatsoever because we're both <laughs> yeah. on the wagon at the moment. So just please don't, Dino. Hey, just quickly on Pikey when he was in Sydney, your thoughts? Yeah, he was all right. Uh, I think uh, Sydney is a lot different to WA in the sense that we've got tight turning tracks where you probably got to uh, be forward of midfield in a lot of your races, which probably doesn't suit him a lot. He rode well at your Ramwick, your big open surfaces, but uh, that's probably a minority in Sydney. I think he's much better suited over Asphalt. I think he sort of said that as, as well when he went back there, sort of suggested that he couldn't really get his head around the way the tracks played. So I think he's an absolute jet. Is he better suited in WA? Probably. Could he make it in Sydney? Uh, I think with a couple of years on his belt, he probably could. Hey, uh, let's talk about Saturday. Flemington's wild. Rose Hill, especially early. We just got a push for one in the first from Tommy Inglis for customise in race one. I know that you're uh, a dead set trial pervert. Um, what, are you, what are you liking early? Has he got something out of trial time with Giddy Up with Gareth Hall that you can give us early on in the card? Yeah, well, I just listened to that, and um, Tommy made a really good case to customise and has that in a really good form around Storm Boy, race experience, 1,100-metre start at Rose Hill. It is shoot start. The inside draws up on pace is what you want to be. I don't think it's the best horse in the race, but I think it's got the best setup customised. The two that I could entertain, I think Switzerland is the best horse in the race. Trials have been elite, really well bred. J-Mark in the saddle. I think Gay 12 is a big query, but the one at a big price, Zootastic, I think if this horse was trained by any other trainer in the metro scene, it would be half its price. So it's not a race I'm going to be diving into head first, but if I'm going to dip my toe in, I would be having a little speck each way on the 14. Zootastic at huge odds. People have that thought, don't they? And it's like the theory, it's around the jockey and the trainer. trainer. The odds, if it's a $3 thing and you've got J-Mac and Waller, or oh, yeah. it goes down to $2.60, $2.50. So. 100%. We saw it with Jamie Carr a little while back. She got yeah. overbet massively. Um, and, I mean, J-Mac, even when he was flying, some of the horses he was riding got overbet and started shorter than they should have been. You know the first time I met Dean Watling? Yeah. I went and caught up with him for a coffee in Sydney. and um, be Bondi or Bronte somewhere there. No, we're at Maroubra, and I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking, I've never, seen him. I've never seen him before, and I'm like, all right, so 
what's he going to look like? He loves his racing and all that. And this guy walks over with the ponytail and the mo. And oh, yeah, like, he's, he's a surfer. I go, surely this is not the, the guy. <laughs> he's the guy. And it was the guy. Um, good looking guy, but I'm just saying he didn't look like a racing tipster. Your typical, like, see Miles here with the slick back hair and the, the manicured um, beard that he's got going on then. But they come in every form. Hey, Dino, we'll get back on the job here. What are you... Do you want to run through just a couple of your best and or a multi at Rose Hill? And then I want to ask you on a couple of horses towards the end. Yeah, we can run through. I think it's a bit of a skinny meeting in Sydney. I'll start with a little bit on the track. Stop seven. Now the rail's out three metres. I suggest we get back to a good four by tomorrow. It's a lovely day in Sydney, hot, windy. Um, so I'll be doing the four for a good four. I've only got two really um, bets that I'm really keen to dive into. I think race seven is a really good bet. Race seven, um, number seven, powerful peg. Really good first start behind Contemporary. Chris Leeds is on an absolute heater this time of the year, and this horse has a great second-up record. has a career peak over the 400 metres at Rose Hill. So I think it's the hardest to beat on the program. And then probably outside of that, Milo and Heath, I think race 10, number four, Centerstone. Comes down from Melbourne, uh, from Queensland, sorry, but I think it's just really well-placed here. No real speed in the race. I think from gate to Milo, I think you can just posse up a little bit closer to the speed and prove hard to beat. So they're probably the two I'm most keen on um, in regards to straight out there. Very quickly, race eight, number four, step aside I had on top. Yep, I think it's hard enough to beat. It's probably coming a little bit costly to punters. Do you want to chime into that price? I think that's up to you. I think if you've been on every start, it's pretty hard to butter up again. But I think if you chimed in maybe last start or on Saturday, it's hard enough to beat from a good gate. I thought Special Envoy was the value in that race. There's no real speed, and Waterhouse and Botholes will roll to the front. I think it'll give a sight, and it does feature as a place chance in one of my multis, which we'll touch on in a second. And one other one. I'm probably stuck with Lyrical Gangster again. Yep. I think there's... Race uh, the six. for this horse is uh, there's genuine speed in this race. We know it's a horse that does get back and run on, so... Maybe what I would do, Milo, is wait and watch the first couple of races before you chime in. The last thing you want to do is chime in today, get the Saturday, and it's an on-pace um, advantage track, and you know you can't win on the gangster. So maybe wait race one, two, or three. I don't think it'll firm dramatically, but I agree it's on top for me in race number six over 2,400. Is it our Kobe son on top but short enough? Yeah, exactly. He obviously got beaten by... Um, Tim Tookie last start, um, you'd think you'd probably get closer in the market, but they've gravitated towards um, our coach. So hard enough to beat another race that I'll probably wait and see, see what the market does late. But I think we might get a touch better for our coach on come Saturday. So if you do like it, I think we can maybe butter up on Saturday night. And did you give Prince of Pessa any hope? I tipped that as a value last week in the last, and I thought it sort of came up an each way price here. I know you had another horse on top, but I sort of thought it might have found the race here, third up. Yep, Joe Pride can train any of us at the moment. He'd train you to win a marathon. Gar- uh, <laughs> Gareth said, Milo. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's a sledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's a sledge inside a sledge. Oh, I think it's a big chance. Um, love Pride. Um, he was a little bit bullish of this horse last week. I know he scratched out of the race to um, run his other runner, which come out to win. So, gate one, Nash on, Joe Pride, and there's been strong money. Whenever the money is snipping around for that camp, um, as a punter, you must take note. So, repeat your best there for us at Rose Hill. Yep, my best bet, uh, race seven, number seven, powerful peg, and probably the next best is race 10, um, number four, Centerstone. It's all on the double app. I've uh, got a couple of little place multis and the two. A little sneaky one at Kemble Grange. Local track this weekend, boys. I'll be heading out there for the first four races. A couple of nice maidens that I want to chime into. 
So all your multis will go up. You've had a pretty good run with the multis of late on your profile. Yeah, we've been around the mark. I think uh, we had a one on Wednesday missed by one. So I like to throw them in a couple of place multis, especially on a day like today in the off-season. I think you can get a little bit of value if you add them all up. Um, you don't have to go too wide or too aggressive and um, hopefully you can complement our best bet well on the weekend. Dino, appreciate you as always. You're a jet. Uh, look forward to chatting again soon. Thanks, fellas. You too behave for the rest of the day, please.